0: Imagine stepping into a 360 degree immersive world, which provides you a real sense of what using SAP solutions would look like for your company. A world that tells a story of your current goals and challenges, but most importantly, gives you the opportunity to feel what the future of your business could be as an intelligent enterprise. That's immersive experience for you. And that is the theme for today's SAP Experts Podcast. My name is Akshimola, and I'm a Senior Business Development Specialist at SAP S4 HANA Solution Management and Go-To-Market. And my guest today is Giovanna Shelton Bailey, the Immersive Experience Lead for North America. Through Immersive Experience, she helps portray the customer's journey of possibilities with SAP's innovative solution through captivating storytelling. Giovanna graduated from Drexel University with degrees in professional studies and computer science. She spends her free time finding new restaurants to try in Philadelphia, bonding with her five-year-old Yorkie, keeping an eye on the latest fashion trends and promoting health and wellness within her network. Furthermore, Giovanna is an SAP star. What do I mean by that? We'll find out towards the end of this episode of the SAP Experts Podcast. As a fan of Immersive Experience, I am so very excited to be talking to you today. Welcome, Giovanna. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. So am I. So, Giovanna, for our listeners who are unfamiliar with Immersive Experience, what is Immersive Experience all about and how does it bring our customers face-to-face with the value of SAP Solutions?
1: Simply put, it's really all about blowing the customer away on their journey with SAP. So just imagine walking into a room and you see these four walls are covered with these fully interactive touch screens. You have this high-quality audio, and the scenes can the screens can change into any background and put the customer into any scene throughout their um, story that we're telling them with their journey with us. So it's really a way to literally immerse the customer into what their journey will look like with SAP. And then for the second part of the question about um, how it brings the customers face to face with um, the value of SAP solutions, it really is a way to show the full breadth of our offerings. Um, we even had a customer that came in, a CHRO, that came in and was only evaluating us just because their CFO told them they had to before going with one of our competitors. So they were really here just to check something off the list and really weren't sure what exactly we offered. But we took the opportunity to bring them into the immersive experience room, show them our intelligent enterprise, um, touch on some you know, solutions within finance, also weaving in some Qualtrics and really being able to show beyond just HR for the CHRO to really understand without even having an expertise in each of these areas, they were able to see the full picture. Mm -hmm. And they even ended by asking us like, is this actually possible? Because they were so blown away that they weren't sure if it was a real, could this be real? Exactly. So, It really is about blowing the customer away, showing them, broadening their scope so that they know what SAP is all about, what we can do. And then also it allows customers to take a step back, especially when... Say if you're doing a lot of deep dives with different solution demos, it's a lot of information, even for the experts. It can be a lot to take in. But with the immersive experience, it's a way to take a step back and really just see the bigger picture and what that overall story is all about. A very easy to consume way, um, storytelling tool that we use that really just leaves a lasting impression with our customers.
0: Wow, when you said that, right, blowing the customer away, putting them in this world with four walls, uh, this which transforms them into this different environment, closer to their industry, closer to what their needs are. You know, it, it somewhat reminded me of the, this time when we, I went to Disneyland and I was in the Star Wars ride and I felt like I was in a spaceship, uh, you know, cruising through the galaxies. And uh, this is the kind of mind-blowing experience we're creating for our customers, but it is not just that. On top of that, they're also seeing their own KPIs, their own values, their own needs. So that is why I love this technology. But speaking of that, how did it all begin? And how has it changed over time?
1: So actually, it started in around 2017, I believe. Um, Frank Cohen and his team in Europe, they were tasked with finding a new way for customers to understand SAP and how we can help their business. They just really wanted to elevate the customer experience and they went on a journey figuring out how to do that. Um, They went around Europe and they toured different experiences. From what I hear, they even went to, speaking of Disney World or Disneyland, they went to amusement parks. Um, They did some tasting experiences. I think they even considered Uh, doing like studio plays to tell the stories of our solutions. They really were in that ideation phase of just trying to see what can we do to really leave an impact um, for our customers. So it started there and um, they created an RFP and sent it to different vendors to see who could bring this idea to life. What can we do? And that's when Purple came in. So it came up as a co-innovation between Purple And uh, an SAP. It didn't exist yet. So it wasn't just this room that we saw somewhere else and wanted to bring to SAP. It was actually something that we came out with and found uh, that part that Purple was able to help us to deliver. Um, And it started, the first one was in Waldorf, but I'm sure, as you know, now it's all over the world. Right. Um, we even have the mobile truck that literally drives to customer headquarters. So it's this big truck where you walk in and just like the room that would be at one of the SAP offices, the truck is an actual room that customers can then go in and experience. Wow. So we bring it to them. So um, it's definitely changed in a lot of ways. I can also touch on how it's changed in with the pandemic. Um we've transformed it into a virtual offering because obviously people aren't going into the offices and um, we had to think of a way to keep it alive because a lot of account teams who had used it before wanted to use it again. And we're curious, like, is there something we can still do that will have a similar impact? So when you think about virtual reality, it's all about immersing you into whatever environment you want to Put them into. So right. we use virtual reality to do just that. While they aren't in the physical room, they have their phone that they can use, and they can look around and see a three hundred and sixty degree view as if they were in the room wow. and put them into um, any environment. So a lot of a lot of things have come up as many companies and businesses have had to pivot um, during this pandemic, but. It's, it's just allowed us to expand our offering so that even when we are back in the office, it's something we still want to do is have this virtual offering as well.
0: Definitely, definitely. And, you know, I really like that you mentioned that how... IX immersive experience has adapted to the COVID situation because, like I mentioned, right? It it is this room, or like you mentioned, that it is this truck that actually goes to the customer. Well, guess what? We are not traveling anymore and we're not meeting face to face anymore. And when it comes to virtual meetings, I have been in pre sales. That was my uh, first job at SAP up until uh, that was my role up until like a couple of months back. And being solution advisor, one of the biggest enemies for engagement is the cell phone. That That's the biggest nightmare for any pre-sales person that I'm presenting and the customer is looking on their phone. Well, guess what? You change the game. Immersive experience is on their phone. Right. Now you're <laughs>
1: encouraged to pull your phone out.
0: <laughs> right, right. So it's like, now we're, we're not fighting that um, that engagement battle. We are creating mm-hmm. engagement uh, in a way that's natural to the customer. Exactly. So, that is wonderful to hear. And speaking of which, why do you think it is so important in today's day and age to capture the customer's heart? Why is it no longer just enough to have that feature function conversation? You know, Because immersive experience tells the story of the customers, their very own uh, particular goals and challenges, how SAP solutions would positively impact them. So why do you think we need this level of customer centricity?
1: I think it's important for customers to be able to really see themselves um, in their journey with us. Like take being a customer out of it and being, you know, this large company, just as an individual consumer, think about the brands that you shop with. You want to feel like they're relevant to you and you see yourself mm-hmm. um, in their customer base. So it's just very important that when we use these stories, we always integrate different personas. So we tell the stories from the perspective of, Um, our customers, key stakeholders, who usually are their own customers and their employees. So, And then we always like to weave in different elements um, about the company, whether it be their brand or their culture, just these little tidbits to really make them understand that we get it. We know where you are. We can meet you here. And this is what we'll do to take you to the next step.
0: Absolutely. And I love that you said, we get it. I think that is so important in today's day and age that we're not this big, bad SAP. We are this global company and we know the best. I mean, perhaps we do, but (laughs) we get it and we want to meet you there. It's about your need, the customer's need. Exactly. And finding the answers for them. And And I absolutely love that about immersive experience. It actually does transform your world. You are a part of the customer's world and you see it from their lens. And I think that is so important. So you mentioned the truck. Now, we don't have trucks of immersive experience in the U.S. So that is one example in how things are different across the globe and how immersive experience is approached across the globe. So how is it received in general worldwide and are there different techniques or presentation methods used to fit better with the different audiences across the globe?
1: yeah, so we found as we expanded, we actually have this um, global IX community. So we have these monthly calls just to be up to date on what everybody else is doing, what's working where, um how things have adapted. And we're just learning about all the different ways that our global community is taking the immersive experience to the next level. More recently, um, I know that they're turning some immersive experiences into actual studios. So wow. considering that customers aren't always coming into the office, we now have these you know, high end setups where we can live stream somebody in the immersive experience. Then I think there's also um, a green screen nearby so that they can you know, put something in the background, just many different ways to still pitch that immersive experience. Um, We haven't yet done that in the US, but I know they are doing it in Europe. I believe that's where it is in Europe. Um, And then also just some variations with the room itself. Like some rooms have a table in the center, some don't. So Mm -hmm. a lot of us just like to play with different ideas and kind of um, see what works and go from there and just keep each other up to date on um, what our customers in different regions, what their feedback is
0: definitely. And so the next part I'm going to say, I have to have a little bit of disclaimer to that. So I must preface the next question by saying that I have always believed in the value of immersive experience, even before I ever set foot in an immersive experience room. And (laughs) it all began uh, as a part of Pre-Sales Academy, uh, my uh, coursework at the Pre-Sales Academy. And as a part of the class, uh, we saw a video pertaining to IX, immersive experience. And The very next day, I was reaching out to people, my then manager, the leaders in my market unit, and I was telling them about this. I was like, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? And I wanted to get certified, and I did eventually. And I wanted our very own facility in Texas. So having said all all that, there will always be detractors. And they might say that, well, mm, This is nothing more than a fancy 3D movie, a Disney attraction, a shiny toy and these 20, 30 minutes. Well, why don't we just do a series demo or a value exploration, a technical deep dive instead of this? So what would you say to that? And I'm not in that boat, by the way, (laughs) (laughs) I got it.
1: Well, first, I would bet that anybody with that opinion probably has experienced the immersive experience themselves or seen a customer's live reaction to it. But it definitely is fair um, to have that opinion, having not having known what that experience is actually like. But I will say that the experiences truly do speak for themselves. We've had C-level executives in the middle of presenting an immersive experience, like stop the presentation in the middle of it because they're so overwhelmed and can't believe that they're seeing their exact vision portrayed in this story in this innovative way. Um, It's exactly what these executives are looking for, exactly what they're trying to do. And this is the live feedback that they'll be giving us as we're giving um, the presentation. It enables us to really show true transformation and we're able to take little components throughout a demo day that we have planned, Mm -hmm. for example, or these super long deal cycles and then consolidate that into a captivating 15 minute story. Mm -hmm. So not a lot of these other offerings are really doing it. It's not just about the flashiness of it. Um, There really is some key value there because it really does bring to life what our customers are trying to do. And as I mentioned earlier with some customer examples that we have, it really does change their perspective. They just think SAP is just this old ERP company. Innovation isn't our thing. Um, You know, they kind of pigeonhole us just because they haven't been shown otherwise. And immersive experience really allows us to do that by bringing all these pieces together and also showing these like end-to-end processes in this 15 minute um, story. And also We've had customers who have taken um, the immersive experience because sometimes we've recorded it when we were in person or especially now virtually we record all of them. But they would be so impressed that they would then share this with their larger team that might not have been there during the actual day. And on top of that, we've had some customers that even want immersive experiences in their offices so that their companies can now start giving Uh, presentations in the immersive experience room. So it's extremely impactful and we've gotten such positive feedback from it. So I would challenge anyone with that opinion to give immersive experience a chance and see what you
0: think after that. Definitely, you know one has to approach these things with an open mind. And I would also say to anybody with that opinion that this is not a replacement for a technical deep dive. Right? It's not exactly. It's not a replacement for our value sessions. Those things are very important, and they have their place. Exactly. This is something to enthrall our customers to give them that vision that this is what's possible. Right. Right. And sure, we will have our technical deep dive too figure out how we get from here to there, but this is what's possible. And I think that is so important to just to see what is possible. And one of the ways I like to think about it as, you know, wedding dress shopping, right? <laughs> when you're wearing that bridal attire, that's the vision. This is beautiful. This this is what I could look like on my wedding day, of course, we go through alteration and Mm -hmm. all the process and we will go through that. And that's very important. But to have that vision moment, that moment that clicks and that excites you. That is so, so so important.
1: For sure. The immersive experience really does put it all together because as I was saying earlier, sometimes those deep dives can become overwhelming. It's so so much information. You sometimes need to take a step back for it to actually click so you can see how does this fit into the bigger picture and what does this actually mean? So that's, that's really the power of immersive
0: experience. Absolutely. So with that, what would you say is the right time for a customer to experience immersive experience should be should it be at the beginning of a sales cycle, maybe towards the end, towards the middle? what's the right time?
1: Unfortunately, there's not a set in stone answer for that. There is no right time for immersive experience because it's so adaptable. We can really show whatever message it is we're trying to convey to our customers within the immersive experience from whether it is just showing the art of the possible. They just want to see what's possible. They want to understand um, what the strategy is or Maybe it's broadening their scope, like if we have an executive who's coming in and they don't really know what to expect from SAP, so we're showing them what is the intelligent enterprise, or um, more recently, what is rise with SAP, any of these things that they're hearing, giving them a chance to be educated on um, what we have to offer, or even if we have an existing customer, and they just want to be reminded of what their possibilities are with the with what they currently have, and then maybe also different ways that they can expand their solution as well. We have yet to find a time when it doesn't work. (laughs) So honestly, anytime we can create an experience that meets the customer where they're at and then inspires them on what we can help them to
0: do next is the right time. Wow. And is there anything specific that the Immersive Experience team is doing for Rise with SAP? Or like, I said it's a case-by-case case thing. How, how are we approaching RISE?
1: Well, right now, I'm actually currently working on crafting a story so that it's prepared for when offices open back up because we know that's in high demand. Customers are going to want to know what does RISE with SAP mean for me. So right now, I'm starting on you know a generic uh, story that I can tell that then we can tweak along the way when we have different customers come in, different industries. Um, so we're starting with that baseline story
0: now. It's in progress. Absolutely. And what better way to figure out what does Rise with SAP mean for me, mean for a customer than to be placed at the epicenter of their own very 360 degree immersive story. So I'm very excited to see what y'all come up with. And I can't wait to see it for myself. Yes,
1: I will keep you updated. You'll be the first to see.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Wonderful. And speaking of that you know, customer centricity and being placed at the center of your own solution, of your own story. SAP Solutions, you know, they span over 25 industries. I mean, that is all of them. That's all the industries. So how does the IX team stay on the forefront of trends in the various industry uh, to keep the content relevant? Because what might be the art of the possible, the latest and greatest today might not be the latest and greatest tomorrow.
1: So in the beginning, we honestly did not have much industry content. Um, But as we built that global community that I was talking about earlier, we started bringing in industry teams and IBUs to build out industry-specific content across these different industries. And we're continuing to do that. So whether we have a customer come in and they want to see something around automotive or wholesale distribution, um, maybe it it might not be something that we might have, that we have prepared in North America, but we have something somewhere else that we can reuse. So we have brought in a lot of different teams um, and experts And really, collaboration is at the center of it because we have teams that know these industries like the back of their hands. So they come in and we work together to craft a story based on um, what their customers are interested in, what their customers need. And um, we go from there. So we have a whole uh, backlog of immersive experiences that we can use across different industries. And then our team on its own, we actually have this sort of group chat, I guess you could say, where we post the most random things. Um, Anytime we feel inspired by some new innovation that we come across, we share it with the larger team. And it started with our team alone, but as more teams started finding out about it, they wanted to end on it. So we have other teams that literally are just sharing whatever cool innovations they come across within different industries. And sometimes that's the best space when there's like no filter, no formality, and just throwing ideas out of there. So it's a little bit of that along with engaging with the industry experts so that we can stay ahead of the curve.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Yes, I completely agree that uh Having that randomness is so important, that freedom to throw around ideas and to not be shackled by that, okay, this is how things have been done all along, and we cannot look beyond that. I think that's wonderful, and I think that's what is important when it comes to uh, teams like immersive experience. So speaking of those ideas, speaking of those trends, what is next for immersive experience? What should we be looking out for?
1: Well, the latest with immersive experience, uh, specifically in the virtual space, is we've been looking at having customers um, join into these virtual reality environments live. So whereas before um, we've had, you know, pre-recorded these different scenes and everything and we kind of talk them through and they watch a recording on their phone of the immersive experience. Now they're able to actually join in live as we guide them around say um, we're in a basketball arena because we're presenting to the NBA, Uh, say we're in the basketball arena, we can have the customer follow us along the court uh, to the different areas we're going into, the stadium, um, the locker room. We actually have them following our view. So it's a lot more engaging than how we've um, been doing it before. And then, as I mentioned, we're starting to craft some stories around all the hot topics, whether it be RISE, um, BTP, sustainability. Those are the stories that I'm actually currently working on so that they're prepared for when we are back in office and we have customers that are eager to see, um, that's, that's what's next.
0: So Giovanna, so far we have covered a lot about immersive experience, but I was looking at your LinkedIn and uh, you have had a wonderful career, very interesting career path within SAP. You were a part of something known as the STAR program. What is that all about? So it's the student training and
1: rotational program. It's actually a two-year program where students are able to do rotations uh, across the company. So it started at, I went to Drexel University and they actually have a co-op program. So one of the companies um, that was hiring was SAP. Um, I honestly at the time did not know what SAP was, (laughs) (laughs) but I was like, you know what? I looked at the company, sounded interesting. So I'm like, let me just give it a try. And I ended up getting the job. So the first role that I had was actually in web content management services. So a much more technical role because I had a background in computer science. So I was um, doing some projects with Amazon Alexa, which I had a lot of fun with. Uh, Then after that, I've always had a passion for fashion. So once I realized that SAP was doing things in the retail space, I wanted to find out how I could be a part of it. So I reached out to Matt Likaitis and just off the whim, because I got an email about this Runway by SAP app and it was signed by Matt. So I was just like, hey, I'm an intern here and I want to work on your team <laughs> in a nutshell. But obviously I said it a little nicer than that. Um, and then we had an interview and I ended up being on that team and I was able to go to Vegas for a show that we did with Zappos Adaptive. And then I went to New York Fashion Week as well for a show wow. we were supporting with Badgley Mishka. Um, And then after that, I had an opportunity to work abroad. So some students within the STAR program are selected to work abroad um, anywhere where there's an opportunity. So I specifically wanted to go to Singapore just because I was supposed to study abroad in Singapore. But. Things got complicated and that didn't work out for some reasons. But um, so I was just persistent on like, no matter how I get there, I need to go to Singapore. So I made some connections and found a role in Singapore within our, at the time was called Leonardo Center, but now within our Experience Center in Singapore. And I was, you know, demoing a lot of the different showcases that we had to customers. And it was really my first role uh, within pre-sales. Then after being in Singapore for three months, I always had a keen interest in mental health. So I found out that SAP has a health and well-being team. So I wanted to be part of that to just to see how corporate wellness really worked. And then shortly after I joined that team, coronavirus came. So it was very interesting being on the health and well-being team in the midst of a pandemic. Um, I helped to support a lot of the different assets that we put out um, around COVID-19 And then um, once that was up, I had Jared Coyle reach out to me, who is now my manager. He saw my write-up, and I think it was the STAR newsletter, actually. So I had a lot of connections from being in the STAR program. So this anybody listening, if you're looking for an internship, um, check out the STAR program. But Jared saw me highlighted in the STAR newsletter. And he reached out. We had a conversation and he wanted to hire me. And now I'm here as the immersive experience lead. So,
0: (laughs) wow. And that goes on to say, right, we started this conversation by talking about this one interesting futuristic program at SAP called Immersive Experience. And now we are talking about other futuristic programs within SAP, other innovative programs within SAP. We are both products of early talent programs within SAP. Yes. <laughs> you started with STAR. I started with an internship program and then moving on to the pre Academy. So there is something for everyone. And if there's any early talent out there listening or not early talent, anybody really, yes. there is something for everyone. You mentioned the mental health programs that we have. You know, you had a passion for fashion, and we have something for that as well. So, like you said, this is not the SAP uh, of yesteryear. This is an innovative, futuristic cloud company, and it's so wonderful to be a part of it, don't you think?
1: Absolutely. And the opportunities here really are endless. Like whatever you're interested in, as soon as I was like, I'm the kind of person where I just can't do one thing and I just don't have this one dream job. I feel like I'll always be bouncing around in SAP doing something different because anything that I'm interested in, SAP does something with it. So there's always a possibility. So that's one thing that I love about
0: um, being here at SAP. Wow. And with that, where can our listeners find out more about you? Where can they follow you? I'm well on LinkedIn,
1: Giovanna Shelton Bailey. You can find me on LinkedIn.
0: So I will be dropping the link to your LinkedIn below the description of this podcast. And what if one of our listeners was a customer and they wanted to experience immersive experience? What should they do?
1: Just reach out to your SAP Account Executive and we can make it happen.
0: Beautiful. So like I said, I will be dropping all of that information in the description. And with that, once again, thank you so much for joining us today. It was lovely having you. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I had a blast. Thank you so much.